Hey boss ladies, the topic today is a little bit about kindness and empathy and how as women in leadership, it's actually really one of our superpowers. Now, if you're a little bit older, as I am, you will recall a time when there weren't a lot of women in leadership and when men in power and the patriarchy in general was saying that women would make really bad leaders because they're too emotional which was really just code to keep us down and out of the boardroom, right? The truth is that the fact that we are kind and empathetic actually makes us better leaders because we are able to better read people. We are naturally a lot more collaborative, a lot more supportive, um, just kinder in general, and that actually fosters much better working relationships. So what I'd like to talk to you about today is the fact that you really don't need to try and imitate a man and try and be this detached robot who's cold and all about business. You don't need to act like that. Um, the world has changed so much that it's really okay for you to actually embrace everything that's great about being a girl and bring that with you to lead wherever it is that you are. The end of the day, humans are really pack animals and we need to feel that we fit in. We need people to care for us and about us. And we also need something to care about. It gives us purpose. So as you're seeking purpose and meaning, you're also basically awakening from this self-imposed exile that women have placed themselves in, specifically in leadership positions. And we're starting to really lead with a lot more heart and we're showing a lot more empathy and kindness in this new world of work, which is really great. And I honestly hope that you are much more comfortable with showing kindness and empathy and respect and collaborating with others and really being inclusive and allowing people to feel that they belong. Of course, the shadow side of this is that there are going to be people who are going to mistake your kindness for weakness and they're going to try and take advantage of the fact that you show empathy and that you're always willing to listen and support and coach and encourage. So that can become very emotionally and physically draining for you. And I know this because it has happened to me. And I've needed to learn over the years to actually set healthy boundaries and to learn to communicate in an assertive manner that is both kind, but also appeals to my more analytical side. So what I'm really trying to say to you is that it is in fact possible to be a kind badass. So you can show kindness and be genuinely nice to others without actually sacrificing your sanity or your soul. And the way that you do it is really, I think, the three main things that I've learned is firstly to really know yourself and your intentions. So you'll see that I talk a lot about the importance of authenticity and being real and really knowing who you are and being self-aware. So that means that you really understand your personality, you understand what motivates you, um, you're aware of your intentions before you enter into any conversation or any situation. Because all of us have got 
all kinds of wounds and scars that we carry with us throughout life. And if one of yours happens to be a deep need for approval or acceptance, and if you've gotten the message throughout your life that the way that you gain the approval of others is by doing stuff for them or always agreeing with them, that's obviously something that you need to work on. So we don't show kindness because we're going to get something in return, right? We show kindness because it's a way of being. It's not a simple act. It's not something that we do. It's a way that we are. Um, it is in making eye contact with the receptionist at a company. Um, it is about smiling at people that you meet, greeting people in the elevator, holding the door open, buying coffee for a colleague, you know, just giving someone a compliment, giving them good feedback. It's those little things that we do that actually really can make someone else's day. And we do that not for ourselves, we do it um, unselfishly for other people. So be really clear on why you are offering to help someone, what your intention is, and be mindful of whether you're secretly expecting to get something back in return. Because that means that your motivations and your intentions are not right and you're just really setting yourself up for massive disappointment. The second thing that I've needed to learn to do over the years, and I'm still working on this, is to learn to say no without actually giving an explanation or making an excuse. So there's really nothing wrong with saying no, especially if you don't actually have the time or the resources to do what someone has asked you to help them with. So I'm not saying that you need to just say no to everything, but you do need to actually be mindful of how much time you have and the bandwidth and the capacity that you have to take on additional tasks and responsibilities or to help someone with something. So it's really okay for you to be aware of what is going to be serving your higher purpose, what work you really enjoy, what you have time for, what you have prioritized in a week, and to then say no accordingly and do it in a friendly and empathetic way but you don't need to make apologies for the fact that you can't help someone out. The third and probably the hardest thing that I've learned to do is what I call taking out the trash. It's really really difficult because you need to learn to walk away from people and situations that no longer serve you or connect you to your higher purpose. So you guys all know the, the phrase energy vampire, right? There are those people who just suck the life out of you. They have got a problem for every solution. And spending three minutes talking to them just drains you. And you feel physically and emotionally exhausted when you walk away from them. So it's okay to actually avoid those people and cut them out of your life and surround yourself with people who inspire you, who make you laugh, who make you feel good about yourself, who energize you, people who are smarter than you and who teach you things. It's really okay to do that. Now, I'm not saying when your best friend is going through a tough time and leaning on you a little bit more than usual, 
that she's now suddenly an energy vampire. I think you get the difference. So it's really about protecting your own sanity and your own energy because you can't keep on giving of yourself completely selflessly to the point where it's actually draining your energy and it's actually becoming bad for your health. So you don't need to be a pushover or sacrifice your own happiness or your health or your mental and emotional well-being or even your personal living space in order to be kind. Kindness really shouldn't have to come with a price tag, especially not if it's your own health or well-being. So set some healthy boundaries for yourself in terms of the time, the energy and even the money that you are willing to spend on others. And this doesn't make you cold-hearted. It just means that you're taking care of yourself and of your own needs because you realize that it's really necessary for you to maintain a healthy and balanced life. So get real about who you are, learn when to say no, and walk away from people who don't serve you anymore. The world really needs you at your best to truly shine your light and to make this a much more authentically human place. And the way that you're going to do that and the way that all of us are going to do that is through kindness and empathy and being mindful of the needs of others as much as what we're mindful of our own needs. Chat to you again. Mm -hmm.